Yo, 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 this is High Sports Talk, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about weekly sports and other random kick-ass subjects. These topics and thoughts will be facts you may not want to hear, but need to hear. Follow along each week if you just like to sit back and have a good-ass time. Let's go! Yo, what is up, guys? Back at it with another podcast. Uh, took a week or two or whatever it was break just because I was so busy, but I wanted to get back on here and give my thoughts about this weekend's big games and maybe just some other stuff, but yeah, I'm uh, eager to get a lot of people listening to this and maybe get some suggestions in on just sports or anything else, but until then, I'll just keep putting out podcasts until I get some people listening, but anyways, uh, let's just start it off, I guess. What I'm going to do before I start talking about the games this weekend is just give my thoughts on the whole freaking Trump thing and what's going on right now. So, I mean, honestly, what I got to say is I can't, uh, for the people that's pissed off at Trump for killing that Iran dude, I mean, the dude that was equivalent to our vice president, you can't really blame him because if he's planning on hurting uh, uh, Americans or planning attacks on us, and why not take him out? I mean, you would it what? And then if he didn't take him out, people would just get mad at him for not taking him out after he'd killed some of us or something like that. Just the whole thing's just crazy. So that's just kind of where I stand on that. But And then the whole bombs getting dropped on our U.S. Embassy. I thought, I thought, uh, not bombs, but missiles whatever i thought that all hell would break loose that night but um i'm actually kind of glad that he kept his cool a little bit and didn't pop off at that moment um i think that if u.s soldiers would have been killed in that embassy by those missiles then we definitely would have took action but but because nothing nobody got hurt or anything i think he would just kind of kept his cool and which is probably for the best but shoot and I'm not even on here trying to be a, a Trump supporter because I honestly don't care. I, I just, I don't really get into all that too much. I thought I'd just give my two cents about it. So, but uh, anyways, yeah, let's get into these games this weekend. Freaking, who doesn't love Saturday, Sunday, and Monday football? Because we got the Monday night uh, college football national championship, and I will talk about that too. So the first game we got going is the Vikings versus 49ers, Saturday, 335. Uh, let's see. San Francisco is favored by seven, which I do agree with that. Uh, I guess, man, if there was going to be an upset, it's either going to be the Vikings or the Seahawks when they play the Packers. But uh, I just don't think – I just think that 49ers defense is just too tough. Which, if you think about it, I did hear I did hear a stat: the uh, 49ers give up the most or the less. They give up the. They don't give up a lot of yards to tight ends. Sorry, I fucking stumbled, but they don't give up any yards to tight ends. So, and Greg Kittle, that's he's kind of like the heart of that offense, pretty much, just because they 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 cycle in three running backs. So I don't really know who's going to get the workload. I would say Mozart, but Mostert or whatever his name is. But I'm not really sure. So I would say the offense kind of goes through George Kittle, and if the Vikings shut him down, they're going to have some trouble getting that offense going. But I think that uh, Mike Shanahan at home, that he'll probably get it going. And 
And then after he, I mean, even if they score 14, 17, 21, whatever points, I think that'll still be enough, honestly, if the uh, 49ers defense just comes out and plays like everyone knows they can. So, uh, I don't know. I do think if I was to pick, if I'm going to take, if I was going to bet on the spread, I honestly, I could honestly see taking the Vikings plus seven because I could see like a garbage time, like touchdown that brings them, brings them within like five or six with like a minute left or two minutes left or something like that. I could see something like that happening just because I think it could be a close game. But I could also see, you know, the 49ers running by seven. So that's just kind of my two cents on that. But uh, I think I am going to take the 49ers. I'm going to take the 49ers 24-13, and I beat the Vikings at home. The next game is that night, the 7-15, Titans versus Ravens. Baltimore favored by 10, which I definitely agree with that. I'm going to be straight up with you. I think that, and this is what the Patriots should have done, and I thought they were going to do. That's why I bet on the Patriots. I thought they were going to do it. This, this is why I'm going to go with the Ravens, because they're going to do what the Patriots should have done. You shut down Mark Henry. You let him run for under 100 or somewhere around 100, and you literally make Ryan Tannehill beat you. And I think that... Everyone's going, oh, Ryan Tannehill's an elite quarterback now. He's just, he's just got out of Miami. No, I think that he's still, I think he's still that same quarterback from Miami that everyone's seen. It's just when you got, when you got Derrick Henry that's running for 150 yards a game. I mean, you're just, it's easy to, not easy, okay, because obviously I can't really say that, but for an NFL quarterback, I should say, it's easier to pass the ball because then you got play action and then you got everyone some somewhat commit to the run and that opens up opens up the pass game so yeah maybe that is why he's excelling there but I think that if you put the game on his shoulders and make him beat you like I think the Ravens are going to do I think it's going to show that the Ryan Tannehill is that same old quarterback so I'm definitely going to take the Baltimore Ravens, and I definitely probably would take Baltimore minus 10, to be honest with you guys. I think Baltimore is going to look clearly like the more dominant team and the more deserving team to win that game. So there's my pick on that. On to Sunday's games. The first one, 205, Kansas City, Missouri, the Chiefs versus the Texans. And I will say, I don't think I said it in the first couple videos, but I am from Kansas so I uh I've grown up just around the Chiefs my whole life even though I hate them because I'm a huge Oakland Raiders fan and so they're in our division so I'm very I really don't like the Chiefs at all but I will say that we will have about three to five inches of snow on the ground it's probably going to be in the 20s to mid to high 30s for that game and um, we no one really realized that till about yesterday that it was going to be like that. And before I was going to say that you know the Texans got a shot because they came in there and did it last time, but uh, now that it's going to be cold weather, snowy, the Texans are I believe a dome team, but um, that I just don't think the Texans. For one, I don't think that they're as good as the Chiefs anyways in a regular day. And now that the weather is going to be in the Chiefs' favor. I think that the Chiefs might just actually kind of run away with that one. So the spread on that one's minus 10. 
if it's going to be three to five inches and cold on, and snow on the ground, honestly, guys, I, I will say take the Chiefs minus 10, even though I hate to say it. Um, you know, I'm really not a big fan of the Texans anyways because I know – I kind of know what they really are, and what they really are is, a, honestly, to tell you guys the truth, they're kind of really just trash team, honestly. They're not very good. Corners, trash. Secondary, whole secondary, trash. Mid, linebackers, above average. D-line average, even with J.J. Watt, honestly. Uh, he's, I mean, he's still good, but Jesus, man, he's older than dirt. They're probably average. O-line, below average. Wide receivers, above average with Will, Will Fuller. Without Will Fuller, they're just an average wide receiver group, even though DeAndre Hopkins is elite, but he just can't do it all by himself. Uh, quarterback, he's elite, but, man, he... A lot of times, they win games all because that motherfucker, he just scrambles around, runs around, makes plays, doesn't even really. That's what I hate to see. The te- that's the only reason, for for example, the Texans beat the Oakland Raiders 27-30. to 30. All because Deshaun Watson, uh, he didn't, we had all the receivers all locked down, run game, probably ran for 50 to 70 yards, but literally all Deshaun Watson would do is just scramble. And that's just it's like the most annoying thing ever. So I think that if it wasn't for the luck of last week of him getting sandwiched and somehow making a play, I don't think they win last week against the Bills. And so I will say that the Chiefs will win this by probably 10. So for the night game, 5.40 p.m., Seattle going to Green Bay. And... uh you know, early this week and last week, I thought, mm, definitely Seattle's going to win this. And then the more I thought about it this week and the more I heard people talk about it this week, I'm more on the, honestly, I'm more on the Packers' side now. Um, I, okay, I think that Russell Wilson, he's very elite. I actually really, really like him, even though he does scramble too, but he just, I think he's honestly a better passer than Sean Watson. That's why I like him more. Anyways, uh, Russell Wilson, he I think he's very, very good. And even though I'm obviously, obviously a, a huge fan of Marshawn Lynch, he plays for Oakland, I'm a huge fan of Beast Mode, but I don't think he's going for 102 touchdowns like he used to. I think you're more of like a 50 to 70 yards tops um, type of guy. He's that type of guy now, but wide receiver-wise, um they're honestly, I really, really like the wide receivers, but I will say that I really do, even though they really haven't shown it this year, I do like the Packers secondary a lot. Alexander King, um, some of those guys, I really, really do like back there, and so, and I like the Packers linebackers, and obviously their DNs are elite, and Russell Wilson does have to scramble a lot because his own line sometimes is shaky. So, um, I've actually been kind of leaning more towards the Packers towards the end of the week now and it's almost game time and I think I am going to lean towards the Packers um especially at home and I do think Aaron Rodgers even said it he said uh he's every day now that's all he thinks about that's all he wants to do when get that second Super Bowl get that second Super Bowl and he he kind of knows what everyone's saying and it's kind of true if he doesn't get a second one he might he's going to be talked about as one of the greats but if he doesn't get the second one he's not going to be you know like 100% in that conversation so 
I think he really does want to get their second game. He's kind of not not struggled, but kind of haven't been the same old Aaron Rodgers that we've seen in the past. And so, um, I but I think he's going to step it up, and especially it's going to be cold. Um, and even though that kind of favors both quarterbacks because Russell Wilson did come from Wisconsin. He played at Wisconsin, so he's used to the cold too, but I think at home, at home him, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and that defense, they're going to get going. And uh, I think that this game, it's Green Bay minus five. I honestly would take Green Bay minus five because – I think this game will be close and might be decided on a final drive. Um, if not that, then Green Bay maybe, maybe by seven. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to go with the Packers on this one. So we got the 49ers, Ravens, Chiefs, and the Packers all moving on. That's who I got. Um, that is all chalk. That is all the favorites. But, honestly, I just don't see any underdogs um, pulling it out this weekend, to be honest with you guys. So... Those are my picks, and we'll come back next week, and we'll see how, how right I was and how everything goes. But, yeah, it was uh, it was fun getting on here again, and I'll hopefully be on next week sometime, and we'll talk about – oh, shoot, no, here we go. My bad, guys. I want to talk about the national championship game. Monday night. Let's talk about that real quick. I'll probably come on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday and review everything. But, okay, so Monday night, January 13th, 7 p.m., in Louisiana, in the New Orleans Saints Dome, we have LSU Tigers versus Clemson Tigers. LSU favored by six. Honestly, it's going to be hard for me picking a winner right now because I've been thinking about this for two weeks now, and I'm honestly pretty torn because I picked both of them to win in their final four games, and I picked both of them to win, so obviously I think highly of both teams. Um... At first, I thought, okay, I'm going to go with LSU. They'll probably, they'll probably win by 10, 15. Shoot, honestly, I could see them even by winning by 20 just because I think that's all. I thought that's how dominant they were. And then the more this week's been going, kind of like that Packers game, it's hard to think, well, you know, Trevor Lawrence, that he is a bad man. And I don't really think, I don't know, I don't think they're, I don't think the Clemson running back, ETN or whatever, I don't think he's really all that elite and all that that everyone thinks he is. But I do think he is pretty good. I think, do think those Clemson wide receivers, they're pretty decent too. And I just think it's going to be a crazy matchup between both teams because both off, offensively they both play on, on an elite level. I will say I will give the edge to the Clemson defense over the LSU defense because right now um, Clemson is, I think, if I remember right, they're giving up around, what, 10 points a game? Yeah, 10.6 points a game. So their defense is pretty solid, and they come up with pretty good game plans, and that defensive coordinator I know is um, really, really good. So they're kind of going to have to come up with a good defensive scheme to stop Joe Burrow in that offense. And I think that even if they can get Joe Burrow to go four and out or three and out, I mean, uh, even a couple times to get that offense off rhythm because they're not used to doing that, especially against Oklahoma, they didn't. I don't even know. Uh, they might have what punted maybe like once or twice, maybe, maybe not even that. So I think if you get Joe Burrow and that offense off rhythm, three and out a couple times, then you got a, definitely a ball game that Clemson is very, very capable of winning. And um, 
I think I'll just go with the old saying and I'll make I'll go with defense wins championships and I think that Clemson comes up big a couple times on defense and they win that ball game because LSU their defense does give up 21 points a game and so I will go defense wins championships and I will pick Clemson even though I think it could go both ways and I think it'll be a really close game but I will go with Clemson since I do have to make a pick so those are my picks for this weekend's weekend and Monday. Um, I'm trying to get on Tuesday or Wednesday, hopefully, and kind of review everything, see how right I was. And I don't know if I'll have any viewers or not, but um, if I do, if anybody does listen to this, you are more than welcome to send suggestions or um, maybe just topics you want to talk about at Bryce Ensbrenner, E-N-Z-B-R-E-N-N-E-R, at hotmail.com so yeah i'll be on next week see you guys later